remembered answering the phone and I said, have you found her? And he said, I hope you're sitting down. The Homicide Squad has been called in to investigate the death of a woman in Melbourne. The 24-year-old's body was discovered last night on the ground floor of a St Kilda Road apartment building. No, she didn't get justice by the system because the, the finding was a complete dud. It was a farce. It wasn't just like this sadness of, oh, Phoebe has killed herself. There was far more to it. So Richard, it's been about 18 months since the last episode of Phoebe's Fall came out, but something big's happened and we wanted to tell you about it. So what has happened? Well, I just got off the phone to Phoebe's grandfather, the retired detective, Lorne Campbell. He's got a bit to say. How have you been? Oh, not bad, thanks, mate. Okay. Good. Um, you know, continuing to be frustrated by all this stuff, but... <laughs> So, Michael, the reason I rang Lawn was because the Attorney-General in Victoria this week introduced some big new laws around the Coroner's Act, and a lot of it was prompted by the issues we raised in Phoebe's fall about the fairness of a finding and not being able to appeal it. So what does it do? What are, what are the provisions? Well, there's four key things. One, the length of time for a family uh, to lodge an appeal has uh, increased to out to three months from 28 days. Also, and importantly, the weight of evidence of a finding can now be challenged. Um, So that means if you can point to a coroner making an error in law, but also say that meant that the wrong weight was applied to evidence, that can be a pathway to a challenge. So the weight of evidence in Phoebe's case is really important because Coroner White found that she died as a tragic accident when his own counsel assisting submitted that it was an open finding, meaning that... Um, foul play or suicide couldn't be ruled out either. So what are the other two changes to the law? One of them is very simple. Uh, It is that families will be now able to apply to a coroner to change the wordings in some findings. So it's not changing the actual finding or the reason for a finding, but if some words have been used or there's been some errors in describing things that don't sit comfortably with the family, they can go in and now apply to have that change. So the final record better reflects um, their sentiments about their lost loved one. So that's pretty simple. And the other big change, and this is a really important one, is there'd been some legal limbo in Victoria. So if you wanted to reopen an inquest on new evidence, but a finding had been made under an old Coroner's Act from, say, the 50s or the 1980s, there was a real question mark over whether or not the coroner had power to go in and change things under old acts. And the Supreme Court had also ruled that it didn't have the power. So there was this massive gap where families uh, with new evidence, such as the ABC's Trace podcast and Maria James into her death, were unable to bring that new evidence before the coroner because of this legal limbo. That roadblock's been removed, and so it's all been smooth now. The coroner has the power to look at new stuff under any act. I know the coroner's finding in Phoebe's case really frustrated the family. So how does Lorne feel about the changes? Well, I spoke to Lorne and Natalie Hanschuk, Phoebe's mum, and they were really pleased about uh, the issues we raised in Phoebe's fall being the catalyst for these important changes. Uh, They're still uncertain as to how much I'll actually help them have that finding overturned or set aside. And I think that all the other recommendations they've made um, are perfectly good, even though they don't affect us. But, um, you know, they all look like good ideas to me. But um, uh, unfortunately, the 
there's just this gap still in the in the um, in the review provisions. Right. So if it's a question of the the weight of evidence or or a point of law, it still has to go to the Supreme Court, doesn't it? Yes. If, if, for instance, we got our, our case up before the Supreme Court, even with this um, this amended ability to um, to appeal on on the ground that, that it was out of line with the evidence. Um, even if we got it up to there, um, the Hampels are going to be represented in the Supreme Court, the Police Department's going to be represented, and the Coroner's Court's going to be represented. So if we lose that action, Natalie loses her house. Lon's got another idea, and that would remove the Supreme Court out of the picture, and it would be that you just apply to the state coroner for he or she to look at the merits of your application for a finding to be set aside or a case reopened and set in train a process to do that. I mean, one problem with going directly to the coroner's court is you might be making an application to the same coroner whose decision you disagree with. That's a point Lorne hasn't missed. There are a couple of things that are wrong with it. You know, the fact that you're appealing to Caesar against Caesar for starters makes it very difficult. So Richard, it's not a perfect result, but it's a good one. And uh, for now, that's a wrap of Phoebe's Fall again. But while we're talking about podcasts, you've got another really exciting project coming up. Yes, this one is another six-part podcast at this stage, and it takes place far, far away from Melbourne, uh, up in the Kimberley in the far northwest of Australia. So stay tuned, because we're going to have our promo out really soon. That's great, Richard. I'm really looking forward to it. If you found any of the material in this podcast disturbing... You can call Lifeline or Beyond Blue if you're in Australia or your local crisis service. Phoebe's Fall is presented by Richard Baker and Michael Bachelard with additional reporting by Nick McKenzie. Production by Tom McKendrick and Tim Young. The consulting producers are Julie Pizzetti and Siobhan McHugh. Matt Absalom Wong manages web development for the series and our production assistants are Jake Evans and Lucy Dean. Audience development support from Dewey Cook and Michael Schlechter. Our executive producer is Michael Bachelard. You can see extra features for this series at theage.com.au forward slash Phoebe's Fall. And while you're there, subscribe to The Age or the Sydney Morning Herald for access to the best investigations, news exclusives, commentary and more. To sign up, go to theage.com.au or smh.com.au and click subscribe. Subscribe.